When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to OnlyFans Q&A Live, a question and answer show exclusive to OnlyFans and Miami Dolphins Discord server. Now here's your host, Alf. And welcome to Hard Knocks Post Game, which is only on OnlyFans. And if you want to become a member of OnlyFans, you got to go to discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans. It's our Discord page there with over 2,000, I think the count is 2,156 right now, members. Um, if you want to talk with, chat with like-minded Dolphin fans, watch our film studies, and then essentially just watch us you know, shoot the shit all day, uh, you could get on there. If you're tired of what you're reading on Twitter or what you listen on Twitter, this is probably the place for you. It's only $3 a month. We do have a vetted tier. You could check that out. You could ask other members once you join here, you know, about the vetted tier if you want to join it. But for everybody else, it's $3 a month. You go to discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans. This show is exclusive to OnlyFans. You get this, you get it live on our feed. You get it essentially a day later. So you get to listen to the show and you get to listen also to my Q&A session every Wednesday, which I do with Simon sometimes. Chris Coffin's going to try to get on there this week. Uh, you also get that on OnlyFans. Those are two shows that are exclusive to OnlyFans. You could get there. You could get on there on discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans. Do it on a desktop, by the way, because Apple has a surcharge that they try to stick onto you. So if you do it on a desktop, it is only $2.99, $3 to get on there. All right. Well, this is our Hard Knocks post game, so we're going to deal with this this episode, which dealt with this, this morbid week uh, against the Ravens. Not only an ass whooping, but they lost Xavier Howard first, and then they lost Bradley Chubb for the season. So I'm going to bring on a me- another member of OnlyFans. They're in the queue, and then we're going to get to some of the questions in the chat. But... Uh, as I bring you on, just identify yourself for the audience so they know who you are. All right, you're on. Hey, Alf. Hey. Take the cannoli here. I should I should have actually brought the gun this time and left the cannoli <laughs> after this episode. <laughs> yeah, it was it was depressing. I I, I I could appreciate when people say, "Oh, I can I, I could tell it was going to be a bad week." Uh, you know, you really can't tell. <laughs> Okay. No, if anything, actually, that was actually that was actually going to be my first thought. They, they, I mean, I know it's heavily edited and, and heavily produced, but they looked like they were tuned in. They, they it didn't seem to me at all that they were not prepared for this game. They, there they was were, a game they were up for it. 
Yeah. Let me say this. There was a game where I was on the sideline, not even in the stands. I was on the sideline for practice for most of that week in the Adam Gase era where they were going to play the Denver Broncos. And I remember guys telling me, this team looks like shit. And I had one coach actually tell me, they don't look like, we don't look too good this week. They went out and they absolutely ransacked the Denver Broncos that week. So if you think you can tell by looking at practice, you don't. <laughs> okay. Sometimes they might have a bad week. In fact, I'll even find that game. I wonder what the score, do you remember what the score of that game was? No. Do you think that was the. I tried, I tried to erase the Adam Gase era from my memory. Oh my God. The Adam Gase era. Oh, all right. Let me see if I can find it. I think it was 2018. Like I have it in my head that it said it was 2018, but maybe I was wrong. Maybe it's not. It wasn't two, not 2018. It was not 2018. So that means it was 2017, no. right? 2017, because uh, 2017. Yeah, they beat the Denver Broncos 35 to nine. <laughs> and they look and they look like shit going into the game. And they look apparently. like they look like absolute shit going into the game. And then the following week they ple- they beat the Patriots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so they were they were just fine. The following week they beat the Patriots 27 to 20. Uh let me see if I remember. Let me look let me look up that game. What game was that? Oh, that was the the Jay Cutler game. Oh on, wow. On Monday night football. Yeah. But yeah, the right. previous week, the previous week they beat the Broncos. They kicked the crap out of the Broncos. So yeah, there there you have it. So so who, you know, if you think you can watch practice and say, oh my god, they don't look too good this week. Yeah, that's is there that's bullshit. I, I gotta ask you: is is there any communication at all in in the game between uh, McDaniel and Fangio? Is he like is he yes? asking what's going on is it or does he just completely leave that side during during the game yeah look that that headset i'll explain a little inside baseball okay that headset goes to he has two buttons okay he has one button that he's communicating to everybody in the offensive room and then he has another room another one that he's communicating to everybody so you can press a button and say something and it goes to everybody Okay, I think that headset, if it's like the ones that I used to see, it has like three buttons. So you have one channel, which is exclusive to somebody else, and then two other channels that could be exclusive to other rooms. So usually they make one channel exclusive to everybody, right? But sometimes coaches like to do do it a different way, and they like to segment it. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty certain that he has one that is directly to Fangio, you know? So the yeah, thing is, ha- I mean, the thing is that when are you going to talk to Fangio? If it's a defensive series, you can't be getting into his ear. You're, you're going to fuck up the play call. You know what I mean? So no, no I'm, I, I'm, I'm just wondering if there's one call up there, like saying, "What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck's going on?" Or guess, it's just completely silent. Like, look, when you're on offense, like when is the time to talk to Fangio? When when it's special teams? When you're kicking off? I guess you could talk to Fangio then. Yeah, you know what I mean, but. There's really not much time, and you can't talk to them when they're on defense. Okay. Well, you, one of our when one of our players blows an ACL, there's plenty of time to do that, and it's like almost every game. So right, you know. Oh, you could talk to a, to the coaches that are on the sideline. I know Campanelli's running personnel on the sideline, so you could talk to him. You know, you know, and I understand the, how they understand how they talked about how Bradley Chubb, you know, how he was 
the defense was due for substitutions, but it was just two plays. I understand that. You know, sometimes you just got to look at the clock, and then there's certain guys that are you know, you know, more precious than others. Okay, that you have to protect, right? Yeah. And it's usually your best player at the position that you've become thin at. Okay, once you lose Jalen Phillips, you got to start watching that position already. You know what I mean? So you got to start protecting your 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 two starters going forward, and they did not. Okay, and I understand. I, I understand it because I've I've been part of it. Where you're getting your ass kicked and coaches are like, no, we're going to play through this thing. You know? Especially when they have their starters. Usually the rule is, you know, they have Lamar Jackson out there. We're keeping our starters on there. You know? But um, I even forgot, man, because I, I just blocked this out. Was Tyler Huntley in? No, right? No, he came in. I believe they, they scored. So the way I remember it is Chubb gets hurt. And at that point, I even say, I looked at my son and I said, okay. Like, they're just going to put in the backups now at this point. Like, it's over. And no, Jackson scored that last TD, and then they brought the subs in on the next series. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then that's when that's when this douchebag, Jim Harbaugh, threw the touchdown pass in the end zone uh, with, with Tyler Huntley, you know, against uh, against essentially zero coverage. Like, So they fooled us into seven points, which is, which is kind of cute. People talk about cute football. That's cute football, okay? Yeah. But remember what, what – what he said about about karma. There was one coach, and I just finished mentioning him. Adam Gase despised the Denver Broncos when he left them, and look what he did to him in that game, that thirty-five to nine game. He actually ran up the score. Remember? Do you remember what he did in that game, way back in two thousand seventeen? No. Uh, I believe he called an onside kick up by three touchdowns <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Yes. So yeah, you can look it up. You can look it up. But you know, all of this is you know we'll see them again. If all goes well this Sunday, and I think it will, we could be seeing okay, these so guys I'm, again. Okay, in the AFC Championship that, game. On that front, man, in your heart of heart, because I'll tell you, I like say something to get me off the ledge because I'm dejected. Well, I we're, we're playing don't at believe. home. We're playing at home. That stadium with Tua and Mike McDaniel has been a snake pit for for our opponents. We should be able to just roll our helmet out there and win twenty three twenty. But how about we play really, really well and win by two touchdowns? How's how's that? Okay, and then and then our reward for winning is most likely playing them again. Well, in your heart not of hearts, you not, think we beat not, them back to back? Yes, but not necess- not necessarily. If you look at some of the permutations, the Ravens are prepared to roll out, uh, you know, essentially a USFL squad out there. Against a team <laughs> against a team that is desperate to win the game to get into the playoffs. If you look at it that way, and then you look at the permutations on in the AFC South, man, you start to really see how the Steelers become more likely. And if the Steelers stumble, stumble, I, you could see how the Colts become the second most likely. You know, the thing yeah. is that the Bill. I, I I see the Steelers stumbling. I really do. I just. That's the most fraught team in the NFL to me. But yeah, the Colts actually I mean, look good to me as far as that seventh seed because, uh, let's face it, you know. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done. The Bills have done a lot of damage where, you know, they, they look pretty good for the sixth seed. Although, there's a very plausible, very, very plausible scenario where a lot of shit could go wrong for the Bills during the day and we could knock them out of the playoffs. Very true. <laughs> okay. So, very true. Yeah, uh, you know, it's going to take a, a perfect storm including that Steeler win over the Ravens. Here's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, my God, you just saw the Ravens just murder the, the 49ers and the Dolphins. How the hell are the Steelers going to do it? Uh, the NFL is stupid, okay? Trust me when I tell you. <laughs> okay? Football sometimes could be really stupid. You know who beat You know who beat Lamar Jackson already once this year and made him look like crap? The Steelers. <laughs> okay? So can they yeah. do it a second time, and this time at home? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I I know someone that lost five grand this weekend because the Cardinals beat the beat the freaking Eagles. Yeah, I know. I, I've heard about that all the time. I remember, dude. I was at a party. Okay, I was at a party with with Cowboy fans, and all of a sudden they're cheering, and I'm like, "What the hell are you guys so excited about?" And I'm like, "We're playing for the for the division title next week," and I'm like, "No, you aren't. The Eagles just finished lambasting the the Cardinals. I saw the score. It was like twenty one to three. No, they came back yeah. to win." And I'm like, "You're kidding." <laughs> And yeah. so, yeah. So That's how would you like to be the Eagles today? Now, that is a collapse. When people talk about Dolphin collapses, that is a collapse. From undefeated to the best record in football by three games to getting busted down to maybe the three seed? Yeah. Yeah. That is a collapse. Well, not even the three seed. Busted down to, what, the five seed? Let me see. Yeah. yeah. The five seed. Five, yep. Okay. They were up three games after they beat Miami. They were up after they beat the Bills. They were up three games for home field advantage. They blew that. Well, if we can take any solace, it's the fact that if anybody loses elimination games any worse than the Bills, <laughs> there's no other team. Hey, here, here's the thing, man. It, I think it's time that we get we get the right Josh Allen because we always get Superman. You know what I mean? Look, but see, that's what we got him me. last He's been year. Absolute ass every week for the past four weeks, except okay, other than three out of the last four weeks, and then what? We, what it's going to be Superman on Sunday. Watch. Look, uh, last year he came down here, and yeah, he ended up with good numbers. Go, go look at that game again. He should have thrown five interceptions in that game. Okay. Oh, I know. Yeah, I remember that. And sure. and that was the best game that Emmanuel Ogba has played as a Dolphin. He had like nine pressures. He had three PBUs. He had a sack and a half. He was a beast. Well, it's time to start earning some of that money, Emmanuel. Yeah. So, anything what, else from what, this episode as this as this clock winds down? Um, no, other than the fact that I'm going to go practice the two accompanyly handshake with my son. That's it. That is cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> but something tells me that he saw T- uh, Tommy DeVito or whatever, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to steal this thing. <laughs> Tommy DeVito's on his phone with his agent and his lawyer He's right going to sue Tua's ass into oblivion. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> like Tomorrow, tomorrow Tua's going to walk into the QB room, and he's going to read two things. He's going to get the game plan, and then he's going to have a letter. And he's like, what's this letter about? <laughs> Holy shit, I just got served. Yeah, that's going to be served by someone that looks like me. <laughs> yeah, that's going to tell him we're suing your ass. You're not going to steal Tommy DeVito's shit. You know? All right, brother. All right, man. All right, I'm going to get to some of these questions. I know you people do not want to stick around too much for this one, okay? But if you guys want to get on here, there's still some more time, but I'll read some of the 
Some other questions. There are plenty. All right, let me see. Uh, I'll take some of these questions in the chat. It seems like when McDaniel was talking about players sulking on the sideline during the halftime speech, they would show Duke Riley. Same with players asking Duke if he was all good on more than one occasion. Yes, look, it's important. Uh, I've been part of sidelines, and that thing is its infectious. It's like a disease. There's energy. The energy starts permeating maybe through everybody on the sideline. Okay, and it's good energy. When it's down, ugh, it's like death. You don't want to be there. You, you tend to just go sit in the back and then just be away, away from it all. Have you noticed how quarterbacks usually like to sit on the back bench? That's because they want to they wanna calm down because they want to think about the next series. Because if you're up on the sideline, it's there's too much action, too much, I don't know, it's like you know the stimulation. It's like way, way too much. And yeah, yeah you don't want that energy to be down on the sideline. But I don't think Duke is one of the those guys that have bad energy, you know. But, you know, the green dot player has to get guys up. Jerome Baker will be back this week. I think he'll be the green dot. All right. Uh, by the way, I love that that quote by Jalen Ramsey that uh, I put in the OnlyFans. It's a Bible quote. And I'm not too, I'm not too religious, but some sometimes the, some of these quotes. He put this up today. Jalen Ramsey put it. It's a Bible quote. And he puts a. Uh, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. And it's from Revelations 3.20. Uh, all that quote is about is that's our elite player, Jalen Ramsey, telling other Dolphin players, who's coming with me? Who's coming with me on Sunday? Who's going to play with me on Sunday? And let's go win this thing. Next question. Sometimes I feel like this team thinks of themselves in a way that they haven't earned yet. Uh, yes, uh, but that's natural, man. That's natural for all teams, except the ones that you keep on pins and needles. But that's, that's also how you get, like, if you have an overconfident team, that's not such a bad thing. Okay. Irrational confidence is a good thing. It always is. Every championship team has that irrational, confident guy. Okay. You have to have some irrational confidence because if you just start losing some of that confidence and then it just saps out of you with every, every loss, then you won't have any left at the end of the season. Then you just have a team full of mopes. So some irrational confidence is a good thing. It just comes to bite you every once in a while. The great thing about that is that it, it bit them this week. So it's correction time. All right, next one. Do you think the GoPro footage on tonight's episode be a detriment in some way? Uh, no. Uh, there's not much to reveal there. All, the only thing to reveal there was very basic uh, route combinations. And trust me, the Dolphins looked at the footage and said, all right, you can release this because this is something very, very basic that everybody knows we do. Okay. Uh, next question. Tyreek's saying he can't believe it. Dude, you dropped a wide-open TD. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he did drop a wide-open TD. I didn't think he played all that great. Um, uh, let me see. The Bills know what we want to do. We know what they want to do. So at least two more, hopefully more than that. Yep. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's what we're talking about now. Uh, next guy, I guess it's more of a, a a statement. He's saying we're taking the AFC East, Buck Fuffalo, <laughs> manifest the positivity. It's been hard. I have scars too. But if if it lets be positive and, and hope this regime, this quarterback and team is different until proven otherwise, yeah? It's at home. You got your biggest rival at home to to win everything that's in front of you. If I told you before the season, you will get the two seed and the division championship. Would you take it? Of course you would. It's the second best outcome for a regular season other than the one seed. So if they win on Sunday, 
they accomplished every single goal they set out for the regular season. Every single one. So win on Sunday. All right, next question is, only question that would have really isn't about the episode, but more of what we do now at defensive end, now that they go out and uh, get another body. Also, what's the plan of cornerback? We can't have Cater on Diggs. Well, you know, everybody's speculating you travel Ramsey with Diggs. Uh, you could also try and you could use a lot of coverages on Diggs and then keep Ramsey on Gabe Davis. Um, I will use something similar to that. Okay. As far as defensive end, Emmanuel Ogba gets paid enough. He was a healthy scratch this past Sunday. So he'll play. Uh, Cam Good will play a little bit. Mel Ingram will play some on third down, mostly on third down. So you're going to, Van Ginkle's going to have to go wire to wire on the other side. And you're going to have to replace Bradley Chubb with three players. You're going to use Emmanuel Ogba. You're going to use Cameron Good. And you're going to use Melvin Ingram. Okay? Is it enough for the short term? Yes. For the short term, it's absolutely enough. What we need is somebody to replace X. That's going to be a little bit more difficult short term. Uh, uh, didn't Case also do an onside kick? Yes, he did in, in that game. Yes. All right. Uh, Trevor Simeon, Steelers beat Seattle in Seattle. They can beat the Ravens. In fact, the Steelers do it all the time. Yes, absolutely. That, that's the truth. All right. I think uh, I think we've had enough of this week, and we're ready to look forward, aren't we? I think so as well. I think we're we're ready to look forward to the biggest game in. Hmm. Do we even count playoff games? I would say uh, the home playoff game in two thousand eight was bigger than this one. So it's the biggest game in 15 years. Because that road playoff game, if you remember, the entire team was injured uh, against the Steelers, and the Steelers were 13.5-point favorites. So that wasn't really much of a of a playoff game. We didn't have our quarterback. We were missing a guard. We essentially went out there with just our wide receivers and, and J.J. You know? So it's time to look forward, and we will have plenty Plenty of content this week on Bills Dolphins. So talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to OnlyFans Q&A Live. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.